Whose Name Do You Wear? by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. In last week's blast, we discussed God's command to come out of Babylon. We looked at the fact that Babylon is a conglomeration of the world's religions, some of which do not even worship Yahweh. The rest of Babylon is made up of what claims to be Christian church. Revelation chapter 18 verse 4 warns us to come out of Babylon because he was going to utterly destroy her. In other words, if we do not want to be a part of Babylon's destruction, then we must not affiliate with her or the things she endorses. Her biggest endorsement historically has been governments of man. The Bible refers to them as the kings of the earth and names them in Revelation, the beast. We are all labeled by who and what we support, and Satan is very busily recruiting loyal followers from Babylon, his church, as well as the beast, man's systems. There will come a time when Revelation chapter 13 verses 16 through 18 is fulfilled and the body of Satan or Antichrist, his recruits are united and complete. Beware. Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 through 18 says, He, Antichrist or the body of Satan, causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man. His number is 666. Six is man. Three sixes, plural, and the number three is emphasis. Side note, the number of the beast is 666, denoting the beast is men, not animals. But Antichrist is not one man. It is the united body of Satan, just as Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 speaks of the full stature of Christ as being the perfect man in reference to the body of Christ. As we continue reading in the next chapter, Revelation chapter 14, verse 1, we will see the opposite of the beast and his marked ones. These wear the name of God on their foreheads and are found on the mountain of God, in his empire or kingdom. Revelation chapter 14, verse 1, Then I looked, and behold, a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him one hundred and forty-four thousand, a number denoting completion, or a whole, having his father's name written on their foreheads. In verses 8 through 11, the world is being warned of the pending judgment of those who are a part of Babylon, the beastly governments, and all those involved in their actions. Revelation chapter 14, verses 8 through 11. And another angel followed, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen that great city, because she has made all nations drink of the wine of wrath of her fornication. Then a third angel followed them, saying, with a loud voice, 
If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image, and whoever receives the mark of his name. I see this portion of Scripture as a perfect reason to refuse to interact with the hypocritical corrupt church or the world's governments and their problems. We are to seek the kingdom of God and be a separate nation of people for Him. We are His portion, His inheritance, sanctified and set aside. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says it this way, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, God's government, a holy nation, His family, His own special, set aside from the rest, people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. For a better understanding of the beast and its image, let us read Revelation chapter 17, verse 3, verse 9, and verse 12. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman, Babylon, sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. Mountains are symbolic of empires that rule in dominant power over the earth, such as Persia and Greece in the past. In the minds of many Christians, the Roman Empire is the beast in the Roman Catholic Church Babylon. Granted, they both have been very, very instrumental in the polluting of God's people but they are certainly not totally responsible. Again, the beast encompasses all of man's systems, and Babylon represents all false religions, as well as the tainted Christian church. Who the ten kings are is a whole teaching on its own, but it is enough to say, if you're involved in the governments or religious systems that back them, you will be labeled or marked as part of their wickedness. Our hands are marked when we extend a helping hand to them to achieve their goals. As we loyally reach out, we are marked on the forehead as part of Satan's body. Let us continue reading Revelation chapter 17, starting in verse 16 through 18. Revelation chapter 17, verses 16 through 18. And the ten horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the works of God are fulfilled. 
And the woman whom you saw is that great city Babylon, which reigns over the kings of the earth. God will cause the beast to turn on the harlot. This means the governments will one day turn on the church. We were warned to get out of it. It will be too late then. Revelation chapter 18 verse 8 Therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. God will judge the church. Chapter 19 relates not only the fall of the false prophet or Babylon, but the fate of the beast and its image, the body of Satan as well. Revelation chapter 19 verses 19 through 21 And I saw the beast, the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast, and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And the rest were killed with the sword, which proceeded from the mouth of him, who sat on the horse. And all the birds were filled with their flesh. In closing, we must come out of Babylon and the beast and draw closer to the kingdom of God. We cannot fix the compromising corrupt church, nor can we help the world's governments. God is simply answering the prayer for His kingdom to come and His will to be done. This is the fulfillment of Revelation chapter 11 verse 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. We must ask ourselves before it is too late, Have we been marked by the dragon or the lamb? Whose name do we wear, Yahweh or Satan? We must choose the right side before the last chapter. Revelation chapter 22 verses 11 through 13 is fulfilled. In Revelation chapter 22 verses 11 through 13 says, He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to every one according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last.